Hey builders, welcome back for part two of Burnt Out to a Crisp, a talk about burnout and seasonal depression. Stay tuned. There's much more to say about this topic. Like, share, subscribe to LBF podcast and share this conversation with a friend. Let's get back into it. I can't, I can't fuss too much just because that has been on my head about taking a vacation. And it's just really like you think about like responsibilities. We kind of talked about it, but I mean, I definitely am because I will be no use to my company if I'm burnt out. Yep. No use to myself if I'm burnt out. So I have to figure out what that space is because and a, and a way that you have to think about it, the way that I would say think about it, if you weren't there for whatever reason, if something happened to you, if, if, if uh, they're going to find a way. <laughs> They will figure it out. Yep. They'll figure it out with you being off for mm-hmm. a week or whatever you need to do. So I'm working on it. Yeah. My next question was like, so do have you recognized burnout in other people that they don't really uh, recognize it themselves? Cancel that. Yeah. Recognize burnout and cancel that. How did you recognize burnout in me, Rick? That's because it's like I know you well enough to know that certain things that you say and the way that you say them and the things that you do, like when we're supposed to be creating like a whole mini series and we don't actually do it. And you know what I mean? It'd be like, stuff. Rick, so was that all on me, Rick? Because I kept hitting you up like, whoa, we got to finish this. We got to finish it. You know, we're going to get, get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it'd be stuff like, no, but for real, like we, we call each other out all the time, really, just because we know each other and we know each other in a creative way. And we know that. I mean, like we could call each other and we can know that each other's energies off. It's like, ooh, <laughs> what's wrong? What's going on? Like, and, and so it's like I can easily like the people that I'm close to that I spent enough time with, I'd be able to like you're something's not quite right. And you think about the people that you're closest to, like you could fill it through a text message. Be like, oh, okay, like you, you don't usually text in this manner. Like you didn't use emojis. In this manner. <laughs> I mean, it'd be little things, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Somebody could, like, you call me, like, Richard instead of Rick. And I'm like, ooh, what's wrong with you? Like Richard. I don't Richard know. Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't brown sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the next movie on the docket? What's going on? You already did it. I released sorry, it. It was I'm released sorry. last week, but I did the promo for it uh, I had last to night. take advantage of that. But, yeah. Sorry. Check out Black Love Cinema episode two. We have we Yo, brown sugar just right and best man. I'm sorry, Rick. Back sorry, to Rick. Real, real talk, Rick. There we go. But no, I mean you you know you can tell, and and like everybody is not always they don't pay as much attention, so they don't recognize it like that. But even if you're not recognizing it subconsciously, you just get a feeling like, oh, I feel like something's off, and you you know, like I be knowing when like Kay burnt out, and yeah. she definitely know when I'm burnt out because she be like, ooh. She seen me earlier. I don't like your energy. We need to fix this. What's going on over here? Like you got something going on. We need to get you straight before we. Uh... Well, it was all in your voice. I could tell. Like you and we had talked earlier. Was it this week or last week where you were talking about work specifically? But I also know that you're not great at self care either. Yeah. And just <clears throat> hearing you this morning. I see how does somebody clear the throat? <laughs> me, Spa Danny. I did. <laughs> <laughs> need to fix that sir yeah just just hearing you this morning it was all in your your tone you you sounded tired 
um you sounded drained I could just your energy like just picking it up through the phone I was just like I can tell I could just feel how tired you are and I could tell like you know you're not replenished in the way that you need to be to be fully rested and you know ready to take on whatever you got to take on that don't mean that you're not pushing through but it just means like I just recognized it for what it was yeah, and sometimes it, it, it'll be just that that thing, like trying to find that spot, because like, you know how we get. We want to do everything. And and like it's so normalized, going back to the previous thing we were talking mm-hmm. about, so normalized that if you're not just doing everything that, that you need to do, then you feel like you're not doing enough. Oh, yeah. That's I tell Kay all the time, like, y'all just don't feel like I'm doing enough. You'd be like, look, you've just been on, like, five podcasts, and you're working, and you did this and I that. have to do the same thing for her, though, like. I think, and that's why, and that's, <laughs> why I thought, that's why I thought you was clearing your throat, because, I, 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 like, I appreciate the backup, because you had to call her out because she called me out. See, yeah, I, um, well, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this is a tag team on LBS. <laughs> Like, we're soulmates, right? So, like, we already, like, feel it before we say it. So, we'll feel each other's energy, and we're like, something's off, but we don't really know what it is. And then we'll call each other, and we're like, oh, that's what I was feeling. I was feeling you. Um, And a lot of times, I have to be like, yo, like, bruh, pump the brakes. Like, you've been going hard. Like, you've done enough. Like, it's okay. And that's kind of why I went so hard for her for her birthday, because I was just like, you go hard for everybody else. Like, let me go hard for you in this moment. Um, And it's all about like having people around you like that can notice those things and notice like those areas that they need to plug in and be like, okay, nah, you you know, you're going to take a break. Nah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this this way. Like you're going to sit down and I'm going to I'm going to do take care of all this other stuff. Um, but going back to the the, um, the normalizing burnout in my last job, like, oh, <sighs> listen, <laughs> when people when people notice how strong you are, when you put like when you put the world on your back and people notice like how well you can carry it, they will put more on you until you're like, nah, I'm not carrying this no more. Um, so with my job, like when I got interviewed they never said that they had two therapists. They always had two therapists. So literally, I was the only therapist working on 12 to 14 patients a day by myself for a whole year. And once no I... No breaks. Like, if something was was wrong with my son, like, I made, you know, plans for him, and I still went to work. I never took a day. I probably took one day off for a whole year. And, like, I went hard for these people... And I was like, okay, this, this is normal. Like I really thought it was normal. And until I became, I, I became burned out, but I also became self, self-aware in the moment was like, you deserve more than this. And you don't deserve to have to carry, carry this company on your back anymore. And so when I started to speak up for myself, he was like, well, one of the doctors was like, oh, we've always had two therapists. And I'm like, what are you freaking kidding me? Like, what do you mean? Like, so where where was my help and it was like and then the other one was like well you said that you could do it and I was like I didn't say that I needed to be burned out just because I said that I can do it didn't doesn't mean that you can literally use me up and (laughs) I'm on fumes and you're gonna tell me that I, I I'm not I'm not supposed to feel like this like I'm just supposed to just to take it because I said that I could like no and literally I was like you know what (laughs) this will be my last month and literally 
I worked for them for a year and I was coming up on a promotion. Um, and I was just like, I was like, that's not enough. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna just go do my own thing. So I left them high and dry. You figure it out. <laughs> and like and they were some they were clients. supportive. They were supportive, but like they knew that they were losing the gym and literally like and lost some I'm clients doing too. My own thing. And they lost clients because the clients followed me and they was like, You deserve it. You deserved all of this. So here I am. Um, but y'all not just gonna throw me under the bus. I already took care of you, Rick. Sometimes go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, go but ahead. seriously, sometimes uh for you, I I know for you sometimes it's just me running down a list of what you take care of so you can yeah. see yourself. And it's just like, girl, and I think we had to do that what last week because mm-hmm. I had a day I, said, I had to I, call um, you and I was burnt out. Then the next day you <laughs> we but we were talking about not feeling good enough. That's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. I had to run down the list. I'm like, girl, you got a whole nother person. You get ready and and take care of all day on top of running your own business and on top of this, this, that, and the third. And, and I was like, oh yeah. Just, yeah. Sometimes it's just reminding people what they're doing. That, yeah. is pro- that is taking so much of their energy because you can get burned out and you can feel like I'm not supposed to feel like this mm-hmm. because society tells you, you're not supposed to feel like you're supposed it. to be and the superheroes. Right. And then you went all the time. Right. You internalize it. And you start to feel like you're not good enough. Like, why am I feeling like this? And then you're looking at it. Sometimes it's the comparison game, too. You're looking Mm -hmm. at the person next to you and the person next to you might be taking care of, you know, this, that, and the third. And you're thinking that you're supposed to emulate that when that's not your journey. Right. You know, God doesn't want you to be doing so much that you can enjoy life. Mm -hmm. You know, he wants you to put, you know, your integrity and what he gave you into into the work that, you know, you're doing. But he doesn't want you to miss the whole point of enjoying, you know, the journey as well. Right. Sometimes you get distracted from your dream. So I feel like that's one thing that this world does to try to call us. Sometimes I feel like you'll be so busy that you can't do the things that you were meant to do, that you were destined. Right. And I feel like because you're, you're so uncomfortable and you're so unfulfilled until you start really living it, like walking in your destiny. And and it will be nothing that will be able to fulfill you like what actually walking into your destiny will. Oh, yes. I just had this conversation. So that, like I said, I, and I keep saying it because I'm transitioning from the capacity in which I've been working into I'm going back to school because I've been putting off getting going back to school to do the things I want to do for the things I felt like I had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody at work, they were just like, well, why don't you, you know, think about doing it this way? You can do both. And I was like, the problem with it is this job gets demanding to a point where I constantly get burned out trying to work in the capacity that I have been. And usually something has to go. And it's the thing that I really want to do. Right. Because it requires me going back to school and all that. Um, I was like, so I'm done putting my wants, my desires on the back burner and I'm going to put it at the forefront so that I can focus on it and do what I need to do so that I can be fulfilled because some things are more than just a paycheck. Some things are more than just whatever, you know, amount is in your bank account and getting to a point where I realize any job I work at, if it's not my passion, I'm not going to feel fulfilled. Yep. Um, And I'm done feeling like that. So I have to invest my time, my energy into doing what I got to do so that I can live a healthier life overall, Mm -hmm. because I I don't, I I do believe it's a thing of getting burnt out in your creative, you know, lanes, you know, at some point you do go so hard that you need to take a break. Yeah. But it's a different kind of burnout 
<laughs> as opposed to you working in something that's really not for you. You're working on somebody else's dreams or whatever, and you get burnt out to a point because they didn't use you all up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, they'll use you up and then you'll get get to your own thing. You won't have the energy. Yep. You don't have the energy. And I'm and done I, with I that. I really think like, that's the that's their purpose. Like, oh, if, sure. I, if I can get her distracted from the things she's supposed to do, then, you know, here she, she'll she give me all of her energy and I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll still be on top, you know? I mean, I'm not even going to get into it too much, though. You think about the way the companies are set up before the Industrial Revolution. Everybody had a trade. Yeah. So everybody was entrepreneurs at the very beginning of society. Everybody has something that they did. It's like, oh, I make horseshoes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I make saddles and, and we'll exchange whatever it was, whether you're a smith or, or whatever it was. But then the Industrial Revolution came and, you know, they keep you so busy with work. Mm-hmm. If they're paying you, let's just say they're paying you $100,000. I mean, they're probably making a million dollars off of what yep. you so it, depending on what you do, if you could find a way to channel that into doing it for yourself, then instead of you getting a hundred thousand, you can get that whole million mm-hmm. and they don't want you to do that. Nope. Shoot, they ain't even trying to pay you a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are my number, you know. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about some other uh, <clears throat> forms of burnout. So like, have y'all felt burned out in your daily routines? Yeah. Um, what I what I found was I got burnt out because my routine changed and because I was so used to um, having my routine there and I had built in things to, you know, help me along the way, built in self-care. And I got into a space where my routine had to change because I was inviting, inviting someone else into my space. I got burnt out um, creatively and otherwise because I no longer had the safety of a routine but i do know that sometimes routines stop working for you just like self-care um avenues start stop working for you so i just wanted to touch on that and see if y'all you know felt like you had a routine that wasn't working for you anymore you know things stop working for you but you know what i never stop working for you lord those massages by spa danny come get that spa danny experience Relax, heal, and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843 687 2079. That's 843 687 2079. Seven, nine. You can also message her on her business page at spadanny underscore on Instagram or follow her on Facebook at spadanny LLC. You can also book online at spadannyexperience.com. That's spadannyexperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe. Anyway, um, so know. yeah, <laughs> I thought we were going spiritual. You routines. Were going <laughs> we're going to talk about routines. Um, you know, uh, we talked about a lot of times where we always think that there's only one way to get to the end mm-hmm. result, 
and we're like, oh, I got to do it this way, got to do it this way. But, you know, oftentimes realizing that if I switch up some stuff or if I look at it from a different perspective, I'm still going to get there. And so, like, a lot of times, like, things that used to work for you in one in one season, you know, they don't work for you in another season. And it's, like, kind of always creating, like, that space where it's, like, okay, I'm going to always evolve and I'm going to always find a, a better way to do it. And sometimes, you know, that bath may work, but sometimes you might need to go outside, you know, or some sometimes you you may need to do both. <laughs> oh. Um, but just, um, just always being self-aware of like what works and if something doesn't work, like being creative enough or going to research, like other, other ways to like get to that end point. I feel like burnout can happen when we fight change. Yeah. But when you talk about a routine, routine, once your routine changes, if you fight that, I feel like that can burn you out. And I feel like it's sometimes where we need to, instead of fighting change, we need to know that change is a constant. It's always Mm -hmm. And the faster you can adapt to a new routine, the less burnout you will be because you're not expending that energy fighting what's coming right. of what you're doing. Like the pandemic came and those people who fought it, like, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to do this. And they expended all that energy trying to change something that they can't change. Just to have to put the mask on. Just to have to put it on. So I, I feel like uh, in my life, as, as long as I'm acknowledging that sometimes things need to change and routines need to change then i don't feel that burnout but whenever i try to fight that change all that energy when you were talking i was like are you talking to yourself <laughs> real, talk, real talk like whenever whenever you spend in whatever and you only have so much energy and if you mm-hmm. put energy into somebody else are you putting energy into fighting something that needs to change whether it's a relationship whether it's a job whether it's the way you carry yourself mm-hmm. whatever it might be that energy it's energy that you can't use for something else. So fighting change is just, it'll burn you out quicker than a lot of other things will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll add to that. Like sometimes it'd be, you know, it, it won't be anybody's fault, you know, getting burned out um, with routines or like relationships. It could be the differing schedules. It could be, you know, the normal functions of things that you're inviting that you didn't normally have in your your own solo routine. So for me, it was figuring out a way to adjust to my natural rhythm and compromising um, with this newness that I have now. So um, because I was very married to my routine because my routine was how I rebuilt myself um, after, you know, a lot of hard moments in my life, my routine was my safety net. It was mm-hmm. my sanctuary. It was, you know, my routine was me, my Everything. daily life yeah. and how I, you know, presented myself to the world and how I took care of myself. So inviting those changes into that routine required me to rework it so that it could be something that still um, was effective for me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, at first I was fighting it because I was just like, oh, I ain't trying to give up nothing. Like I, I was like, oh, you was just swinging up. Like, I ain't gonna do it. Listen, I, was not, I ain't going down without a fight. <laughs> and I didn't, and I fought, and I, you know, had to yield at some point because I realized, you know, that it was a good change. You know, it wasn't a bad change, but I had to figure out how to um, incorporate things um, into this new routine. So yeah, I'm still trying to a figure lot, builders. She got fussed a lot by me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I had to, I had to, you know, I'm still doing some figuring it out and it's still, like I said, it's a new process, 
but I realized that you know getting burnt out and trying to do too much and trying to fight against you know changes is really part of the process of of just transitioning into something different yeah um let's go into like I got burnt out from social media too have y'all felt Man, that listen I'm, <laughs> I'm there right now right Holy. now this moment <laughs> in, in this moment yeah you're not you're usually not on there a lot and when you be on there I'd be like I'd be like yo <laughs> hey how you doing um just I guess because like for so long like social media was like kind of my life I was always like wor- not really worrying but kind of kind of sort of worrying about what everybody else had going on or kind of like staying in the know you know what people are doing or whatever and kind of living vicariously through other people and it's just like okay you need a break and that's kind of where I am now it's like and the more I grow and evolve it's like okay some of this like knowing that a lot of this stuff is like people's best foot forward you know and like and realizing like before I even start comparing, it's like, you don't see the ugly side. You know, they're not going to show you that. And it's just like, a lot of times I have to be, I have to be self-aware enough to be like, okay, you need, you need a break. Or when I do, when I do get up there and I spend hours promoting myself or whatever, it's like, okay, you did that. Now take a moment, you know, take a moment to pause and just, you know, have some quiet time. And so I'm just I'm just kind of finding a balance where I can be on social media, you know, for business purposes. But when it comes to the social, I'm kind of burnt out. So I'm trying to like slowly work myself back into that, because when it comes to like my personal pages, it's it's a lot. So I'm either going to have to like clean up my timelines and followers, whatever. But I don't know. So I'm just trying to work through that. But like knowing having to balance it out with the business aspect too, because I don't want my business part to go lacking because of my personal. So yeah, I'm just trying to find a balance with that. Yeah. As creatives and like business owners, um, it's a hard sometimes balance because you, social media is a tool, but it also is an influencer too. So being completely transparent, I had, you know, the last two weeks, my burnout was creatively. So if you haven't been seeing Cantonette that often or if you haven't been seeing any LBF content, um, that's partly why. Another reason why is I also made a change. So I'm now under a media group. Shout out to Crux Media. Um, And that was a a change I made to grow LBF, Um, not only the podcast, but, you know, the brand. With that being said, I, you know, use social media to push the brand. And I've always seen it as a tool. What I didn't account for, because sometimes we think we, you know, hot shit. What I didn't account (laughs) for, and I've never been someone to compare myself to other people, not really, you know, not since I've been younger, um, was the fact that I was inadvertently comparing myself to other podcasts or other, you know, brands. And I'm just like, oh, they just started, they're doing so well. And what am I doing wrong? And what do I need to do better? And then I got into a a space where I started to feel like I wasn't good enough for this thing that I created. How crazy is that, right? I created LBF out of, you know, my own experience, out of my own passion. And I had started to feel like I wasn't doing it justice. And that was coming a lot from my presence on social media. So not only was I, you know, using it as a tool, but I was also following a lot of other creatives 
because, you know, you want to connect, you want to network, you want to make sure that you're staying relevant and you're staying in the know and you're up to date with all the new stuff and shit. But what was starting to happen was even though I was putting content content out there, I was also soaking up some of that stuff too. And I didn't realize it. And I had to take a step back because I got burnt out from just constantly being a sponge on social media and, you know, taking about two weeks off, I, I was posting a little bit here and there, but I wasn't really scrolling. I wasn't clicking on nothing. I wasn't really liking anything. I was, you know, I took a break and I realized that was part of the problem was the fact that, you know, even though I wasn't doing it on purpose, I was comparing myself to these other entities on social media. So I just want to encourage everybody to, I will never be someone to tell you that social media is just evil and you should not blah, 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 because it is a tool and you can use it to your advantage um, for whatever message that you're getting out or whatever brand you're trying to push. But be aware of the ways that that you're not just uh, putting your content out there. Be be aware of the ways that it's affecting you as well. Rick, what you got? (laughs) <laughs> Don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 46. Ooh, hoo, 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 sir. <laughs> so uh, my uh, ex of mine, who is now a really good friend, when we were still in a relationship, she wrote, uh, she's, she was doing a research assignment for her. I think it was her dissertation or something for her master's or something. I don't remember, but she did a research study. And it basically was the effects of social media on relationship happiness. And what she found out, it was a correlation of the amount of time that people spend on Facebook and the uh, amount of unhappiness that they had in a relationship. Mm. So as that, hypothesis, as that hypothesis started to form, I started to formulate in my head the way that I react to social media and what social media is for. So during that time, years and years ago, I had to make a change in my life. I had to make, I had to make sure that I was using social media in the right ways. I said, why do I want to use social media? I want to use social media to share things with friends and communicate with people. So whenever you get like a like or something like that, it's a dopamine hit to your brain. So a lot of people will put out stuff just to get that dopamine hit. It's kind of like a fame thing. And it's easy to to get caught up on that hit because that's, that's how social media is built. So when I came to the realization of this is how I want to use social media, and then I understand that everything that's being posted is people's highlights and I don't see the lowlights and it might paint a perfect picture, but behind so many perfect pictures are, are just as more messed up than a lot of uh, every normal day people, whether it's a celebrity or what, they're just showing you what they want to show you. And, and even, mm-hmm. even that isn't always real. Mm-hmm. So taking, taking that understanding and knowing that kind of changed the approach that I did. And, you know, as being, being the someone who creates and, you know, you putting out content, I had to be happy with not getting X amount of likes as right. long as that the stuff that I put out was quality it, it, and it served a purpose. If it got one, like, you know, I'm good with it. And you just had to, you had to, I had to adjust my expectations that it's not going to go viral every time. Right. And like, we talk about burnout, uh, like a different kind of b- burnout from social media. And it's like, I kind of had to really look at it, but really what it was is I had posted something. Um, I was on another podcast and I was talking about social inequalities and stuff like that. And I put up a clip and that clip, it got over 3000 views. Oh yeah. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. And so even with that, so some of the comments that I got from that talking about, you know, like black relationships with, with the police officers and the weight that we kind of carry, it, it was a lot of negative comments that got put on that. You know what I'm saying? So 
like being able to look at that and not want to go to war over every comment that was made and, you know, to really soak it in. And it's like, just take your time and look, look, they're short-sighted, like understanding that they're coming from a place of hate and ignorance. Mm -hmm. It's not even always hate. Sometimes it's just ignorance and, and, and seeing that and seeing how ugly people can be, be and how people control. That's a different kind of burnout. And the, and the more attention you get, the more negative attention is going to come, unfortunately. But just making sure that you're staying aware, like one, one, I say, whether you're a creator or not, understand what your mission is. And if you understand your mission, your mission is not somebody else's mission. If your mission is to put out something that's quality that maybe helps somebody learn, if somebody's want to want to not learn from that, then that's on them. That's not your responsibility. You did what you needed to do and you leave it there and focus on the things that that if you out there trying to teach a lesson, if one person gets it, then you, you actually made a difference in somebody's life and don't undersell the value that you've given somebody in that moment. I completely agree. I think, you know, what I love about LBF is like, I try to be as raw as possible, right? I might polish it sometimes because believe me, some pictures I post are polished, all right? I don't just naturally just get up looking, you know, awesome. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, what stuck out for me is the fact that, you know, sometimes we don't recognize the fact that we're burnt out, right? So I was someone that I was just like, if I get two likes, that's fine with me. You know, I know that at least those people resonated with something I said, but it was just the, sometimes we get too smart for our own good and we think we know, you know, how we're utilizing a tool or how we're utilizing social media and we don't, you know, really take a deeper look on how we're being affected by that. Um, and I can relate to what you said, like being burnt out whenever it's like you do get that interaction, right? I had a couple of tweets that went viral when I first got back on Twitter. And one of the tweets, you know, it was just something I said. I never expected people to like really respond to what I had said. It became a whole conversational piece. And then you feel obligated to talk with each person because, oh, this person didn't really understand what I said or this person really resonated with what I said. And I, I don't want them to feel alone. I want them to know, like, you know, I understand, you know, how they've been feeling. And sometimes you just have to take a break. Like and with us, especially creatives, we always want to be relevant. We always feel like that's the key is to be relevant, be relevant, because you want to always be a part of somebody's conversation, be a part of somebody's podcast rotation or be a part of somebody's, you know, daily routine or weekly routine whenever they think about, you know, whatever content you're providing. But again, it's important for you to know whenever you need to take a break because you're not going to be any good if you're burnt out. And you're going to start responding in a different way. Mm hmm. And it's not going to be authentic to whatever, like you said, that message you're trying to push. Um, you're going to get, you know, clouded by everything that you're responding to or that you're absorbing. So it's not even you anymore. It's this warped version of yourself. Yeah, and that's that's real. I mean, that, that, it's all a part of burnout. Whenever you burn out, you go from doing like, I got to make this my best work and I want it to do really good to like where well, you know, I've been working on this for a couple hours. I'm tired. I'm just going to put this out. It's a difference in quality right there. Mm -hmm. It's a difference in philosophy, and, and it's a different difference in quality. And, and I, I recognize that in myself. And then when I try, when I find myself getting to that point, that's when I'm like, I need to put this project down for a little while. Yeah. So what are some remedies? Like, I know we've been talking about, you know, all the symptoms and all the examples of burnout and, and, and the different ways. What are some remedies that we can recommend or that we've tried ourselves that we know work and that we could uh, just 
just tell people about a spa danny massage <laughs> not for real for real like not, not even to, i mean you know if you're in the area come see me for real but even if you're not going to get a massage even if you've never experienced it go get the experience even and I'm going to tell you, even if you have a bad one, don't allow that bad experience to shut you off from it. Go try other ones. Go try different massages. Go find, go start looking for ways to take care of yourself. Like find what works for you. Um, For me, last week, it was taking a bath every day. I don't really do that. Um, But I was just like, yo, this is what I've been missing. Mm-hmm. And like literally the bubbles, the candles, candles. Mm. and sometimes, or sometimes I'll just light a candle and just sit in, sit in silence for a little while. And that helps me to ground myself into, you know, come back to me and I'm able to finish doing whatever I need to do for the day. Um, also learning how to sit in silence has helped too, um, to just shut off the world and, and just find a way to shut off your thoughts so that you can reorganize your thoughts in your mind too. Yeah. Um, has been helping for me as well. I love that because um, there's this thing called sensory overload. So not everybody has it. I mean, everybody can get to a point of sensory overload, but it's all about your threshold threshold. My threshold is, is kind of low. Um, so that means the bright lights, the music stuff blaring, it affects me in a way I can't focus when you think about what we absorb on a day-to-day basis, you got people talking to you, you got music playing, you got something always on in your ear. You can't even hear your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, you got your own thoughts that are loud. (laughs) Um, Sensory overload happens um, quite often for me. So if people come in my house, a lot of times they'll see natural light. I hate, I hate big lights. That's what I call it. Big lights. Um, The ceiling lights. I hate those. Um, loud music unless it's like soft music I don't want it unless I'm in a car or I'm getting ready for something you will rarely hear me listening to something like extremely loud so just you know research that a little bit um sensory overload is a thing and you have to be aware of how much you're absorbing throughout your day when I come home after being out in the world I'm in silence yeah. A lot of times I don't even turn on my TV, Yeah, you know, and if I do turn on something, it might be a podcast. I put it on my little speaker and it's a difference. You know, it's, it's voices that I'm listening to instead of just a cacophony of noises. Um, so just be aware of that. Also, um, my remedies change. Right. So I change my self-care routine often because I have to. So some days I might wake up and I'm just like, okay, I might need some sunlight or I might need some fresh air, just feeling the wind on my skin Mm -hmm. or, you know, the breeze on my face. So I'll go take a walk, Um, change of scenery. Even when I take my walk, I might walk in my neighborhood behind me. I might walk in the park because they have like a little river that you just listen to the like the little trickling sounds over the rocks that, you know, is soothing for me. Sometimes it might be a a warm bath because, you know, I'm all about my baths put my little bubbles my ups and salt I haven't gotten a rubber ducky yet but that's on the way <laughs> um sometimes it's painting because that helps me shut my mind off it gives me something to focus on so that I'm not you know sitting there thinking about a million different things or if I am thinking about things it gives me time to like settle in those thoughts and not just have them all over the place um other times it might just actually do- be doing nothing yeah 
you know rest is where important you rest it might just be i yesterday i decided i'm just gonna lay in bed and watch the avengers yep <laughs> that's it i'm not but doing those are the little things that people forget about though right i'm not doing anything and, and the crazy part is um you know i was someone who i would spend days in the house lately this past year i i can't i can count on one hand how many times i've just been sitting down watching a movie with myself so that's important for you to know um what you need when you need it and to give it to yourself in the ways that you can find you know to give to yourself so yeah what what remedies do you got you know honestly i'm still working on it because as a man a lot of times we're taught to be uh, selfless all the time yeah and, and it takes a lot to recognize that sometimes being selfish is not it's not bad. Sometimes no. you can be selfish. Mm-hmm. So I'm still working out some of my stuff. But I know, for instance, some of the things that I like to do, I, I really like y- you, you all are in, into baths. I like a hot shower, yeah. especially on a cold, rainy day. It's nothing like coming in from the rain and getting in a nice hot shower. Um, that's one thing that I really, really like to do. I like to spend time with myself. One thing that I really realized is that especially when I'm transitioning from the nine to five to the five to nine, I like to take time to either like lay down and watch a TV show or take a nap or something like mm-hmm. that. Naps and, are important. And I realized that during some of these times, like I would go to like watch a TV show just to get my mind off of everything else. And I would come back and my phone would be filled with messages. Mm-hmm. I would be answering messages instead of watching what I was trying to do to clear my mind. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing that I've started to do is put my phone on do not disturb, leave it in the, the best room. feature ever. Not touch it. Like, I mean, back in the day, it would be turned off, but it's like, just go put it somewhere where you can't hear it, where it's not going to ring, unless it's an emergency, and, and that you just don't have to see it. Because yeah. I feel like now people are connected more than ever, and it's like everybody always has constant access to you. And mm-hmm. that's very draining in itself. And I'm really just trying to figure out what the, the next thing is for me. Like, uh, one of the best vacations I ever took was Miami. And Miami was dope. And they were like, oh, what did y'all do in Miami? We didn't do nothing. And, and it just felt good being a man, um, a man like being myself and not being responsible for anybody. Yes. I did not want to be responsible for like my friends. They was there, but I was like, I'm not responsible for y'all. Yep. I wasn't taking care of my parents. I, like the woman that I was with at the time, like I, you know, like she's, she's back home. I'm, I'm out. I'm just going to do me and I'm going to do whatever makes me happy. But I feel like, especially for men, we have a hard time with self-care because we mm-hmm. weren't taught to, to take care of self. We were taught to take care of everybody else and sacrifice. So now it's just in the process of finding out what I like to do. And I mean, and what I like to do and not be building at the same time. So right. it's like, I'll, like Kale called me out all the time. It's like, oh, I'm taking a day off. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm going to work on the podcast. I'm going to work on this project. And she's like, no, that's not self. not a day off. It's not about self-care. You take time to yourself. It's like, I don't know what I like to do because. Find out. It's hard to know <laughs> what I like to do. Because every moment I get, I'm doing something either for somebody mm-hmm. else or building something. And right. so it's, it's, I'm a work in progress, honestly, but. Like I, I'm realizing that that's being selfish in, in situations is not always bad. Right. I just had the same conversation. And like I said, I wrote about this a while ago, but 
it, it just came full circle because I had a week where everybody was coming to me and they were drained and they were tired and they were emotional and they were talking to me about their, you know, experiences within the last couple of weeks. And it was just like an aha moment for me. It was just like, okay, I've been drained creatively. So I needed to experience this to be able to accurately bring this to the builders to help somebody. Um, one of the things I told my friend was she was she said the same thing. She was like, I don't do, I'm not good at self-care. I don't even know where to start. And I told her this, I said, start with trying something new. If you don't know what you like, try anything. And then you will figure out if you didn't like it or not. At least you can say you have the experience. Or if it's something that you've been thinking about doing, but you're not sure you'll like it, try it. If you don't like it, it's not going to hurt anything, you know, but at least start there because that's the way that you discover yourself. You have to explore yourself to figure out the best self-care routine for you. I will say that I do like I mean, but this is not a constant thing just because we have seasons here that that are no joke. But oh, yeah, riding my bike. Oh, yes. I had anxiety or anything like that. That was a great form of it made me calmer and it would make me tired, but it was like a good, good. tire. I felt so good when I got home and like I, you take that shower, you wash the sweat off and you go, but you like you have that energy, that tired energy, mm-hmm. and, and you know, like cardio is really good for you. So if you can find something that self-care that actually is good for you at the same time, I feel like that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's one of the first ways I found out that I was struggling with a seasonal depression is when I looked at the, the how my routines in the spring and summertime change. Well, well, even the spring, summer and the fall, because I, you know, I do it till it gets cold, how it changes in the winter. And it was like, OK, I spend less time outside, not only for the sunlight, but also, you know, bike riding. And now I got some skates. I'm going to be doing that, taking walks. Sometimes it's too cold. I don't want to go outside to take no dang home walk, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, you know, also realizing that taking advantage of you know, whatever environment you're in. So like he said, like taking a bike ride, I do that often. I'm going for a walk, Um, you know, just, just taking, going for a hike. I did that too. I did that in September and it was awesome. It was the first hike I ever been on, you know, solo. Well, I I wasn't solo, but of my own volition and not because of work. Um, And it was great. So just trying new things, seeing what works for you. If it doesn't work for you, then it's no harm, no foul. But, you know, that's the way that you get to finding something that is going to be beneficial for your overall mood and, and to help you uh, build a routine that's going to last. Do you try new things? What's the, what's the last new thing you try? Talking to me? Mm-hmm. Why you act like I don't try new things? I just asked. I don't know what the last. Why are you so offended? That means no, because right, offended. he he want to say no. Defense, <laughs> like I'm ready. Jewish. That means no. <laughs> kind of deflect. Um, I can't even think of the last new thing I tried. It's a little bit different than the pandemic too, just because some of the stuff that I want to do is more outside. And mm-hmm. one of the things I was saying under my breath when he was talking is that you know a lot of times black people are so like, oh, black people don't go camping and we we don't go swimming and we don't go canoeing and we don't go hiking and there's you, a blog post for that you guys let's build futures.com it's called the danger of doing white people shit and <laughs> i talk about the fact that we put ourselves in a box so much when it comes to doing all those things he just listed canoeing kayaking hiking you know all that good stuff that really makes us feel good or it's just different but we don't try it because we think black people don't do it go ahead and, Rick. I'm sorry. So, so just just like those kind of things, like I've done more of those things, like when I can, but you know, like those things are seasonal. 
and like understanding, like especially with black people, there's a reason why certain things they say that we don't do, and it and it goes back to much further time. So if you think that like slavery stuff still don't affect us today, it definitely does, and that's some stuff that we need to break out of. But it, it's been a while since I really tried something new, but my mind is prepped to where I'm ready to try new stuff, and I'm ready to try more of the stuff that I've done, like camping. Like I, I can't wait. I really want to get a tent and be able to go camping and just not even just for self. Like if I had somebody, I feel like that would be like one of the most romantic things you could do is just go with your mate and go camping and sleep under the stars together in the sleeping bag. It's a beautiful thing. Aww, I have, so I have a tent in my trunk that I brought um, just for that purpose. Not not on a romantic sense, but just to, you know, try camping, you know, for the first time to see how much I'd like it. But what's the last new thing you tried, uh, Spadani? Um, getting out of my own way. Activity wise. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't you weren't specific. Um nothing right now. Um, I haven't tried anything new, but I look forward to March. Um, I want to uh it's it's kind of hard but i'm gonna try to see if i can um find a way to do it but um i want to get uh my son and myself some swim lessons okay yeah you did tell me about that swimming is a great way too i used to do that uh last last summer but last year some point i used to go to the y and swim and it was so relaxing um museums are great too what you what you said Museums are great too. For oh, you know I love museums. I know you do, but everybody ain't grew up the same way, so I want to make sure that I include that. That is a, especially going to like an art a museum by yourself. Put mm-hmm. on put on some headphones. Like I like classical music when it goes to like that. Walk around with that classical music. Just enjoy the worlds of these paintings that they put you in. This is I'm just an art geek when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, you're definitely right. When, you, when we're talking about location, I love museums. I love, you know, art museums, historical museums. If I go to a new place, I'm going to the museum there. Um, aquariums. Uh, yeah, but even cafes. I used to go there just to sit in there and read a book. Libraries. I love it. You know, and a lot of that stuff um, are, is probably just now opening back up because of the pandemic but just to have a space where because sometimes you need to get out of your own house because your energy will sit Mm -hmm. in your own house and sometimes if you've been in a particular mood it won't be good for you to just sit in it so you have to take yourself out of that environment and go and do something outside or something at a different location um and you'll you'll be able to tell a difference another self-care thing that i do um that helps me and i know we're going back but um is i change my furniture my furniture around often oh yeah that's one thing i did as well i did yeah um i do it i haven't done it probably in the last couple months just because i got some stuff that i don't know how it's it's gonna work out but um as far as like my my couch sometimes i'll flip it i'll change my bed uh comforter often like these are all self-care things but they're remedies too for when i feel burnt out because it gives me that extra little spark what are you laughing about right now (laughs) what nothing nothing go ahead they already know i told i I think I said it on one of them episodes. What, what did you say exactly? I have, a, I have a dancing pole in my bedroom. Oh. And the way that it's set up, I, I usually would have switched my bed around probably by now. But I'm not sure because it's in the middle of my floor 
how I'm gonna be able to switch my furniture around going forward. Gotta move um, the P Valley sign. You said what? Gotta move that P Valley neon sign that's on by your bed. I mean, my pole is a mobile. But it took so much. Well, I didn't put it up, but it took so much putting it up that I'm just like, I don't want to put that person through moving it again, especially because I like the spot that it's in. So, but anyway, back to the point I was making. I feel like what you're saying, though, is like kind of like fake it till you make it. Sometimes, I mean, just do those things that are normal that puts you back into that, that mindset. Like somebody says, like, if you if you smile and you pretend to be happy for long enough that the neural waves in your, in your mind will, will make you happy. Right. And if you're trying to get out of something, start doing those things. Like for you, your, your thing, your normal thing is redecorating. So that might be that thing like, Ooh, let's just change this around. And, and that is normal for you. And now you're getting back into that normal routine to where you feel like I'm back at zero again. Yeah. But also um, on the spiritual aspect of it, like I can feel when the energy is just stale. Like I can just mm -hmm. feel it. And so I know, okay, a transition is happening. I need to go ahead and I need to, you know, switch some things around. And that kind of disrupts that energy and um, makes it move instead of just being stuck to the walls, as I like to say. So changing your furniture around and then it gives a different vibe. Like whenever you change some things around in your household, you can do one room, just do one room to, to just see. Yeah. Once you switch it around, it's probably going to be your favorite room in the house just because, you know, of the nature of how energy works. Um, last question. And then we're going to plug all our information and get out of here. What would help long-term for your burnout in your own opinion? <laughs> I see I see you thinking so I'll jump in. Um the thing that I feel like long term helps helps with burnout for me is just making sure that you're around people who are aware and can recognize what's going on with you. And because a lot of times things that help me keep me from being burned out is being around good people. Being around good people, soaking up their energy, um, having those interactions that are positive, doing fun things, especially now that the spring is coming even in Michigan, I don't know, it almost forgot about us, I feel like, but, you know, spring is coming and there's things that you can do outside and actually be safe in doing it. So like having people go on, go on bike rides with, with a group of people, go for walks with a group of people, check out parks, find new places, explore. Like we, like you're talking about, like I used to love going to coffee shops just to get a different point of view. Sometimes a different point of view is all that you need. So explore places in your city. Like a lot of times our city that we live mm -hmm. in, that we know the least we'll go to somebody else's city we'll go out of town and we'll find everything in that city and then we'll come back and people be like you ever been here no you ever been here no so I, I feel like it's a lot of things that you can explore in your city and I feel like you you might end up finding some joy you might end up finding your your new favorite ice cream shop or your new favorite insert x uh, a park that you have never seen before something that was hidden away and I feel like doing those things <laughs> what <laughs> Siri thought I was talking to her but <laughs> but just doing just doing uh those things with people I feel like in the long term sometimes we just always need like a new change of scenery and sometimes we limit ourselves to like we said earlier a box like we put ourselves in a box and we can only do these things and we'll only go to these places but try expanding your palette because um the, it's growth and seeing new stuff you ever seen that movie her yeah that's a good that's an interesting movie <laughs> Siri says it's time to get off. She needs some attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you got, Spy Danny? Um, 
I think um, I'm going to continue to do a lot of self-care and a lot um, just loving on myself more because learning that that spills over into every other area of my life. So just getting to know myself for myself and loving myself for myself um, has affected areas that I didn't even know that had or you know that were kind of tucked away um that needed to be loved on as well but um just keeping keeping that and like Rick said just having those people you know that pour into you love on you and you know and kind of like give you a different perspective on life and um I'm also um looking forward to trying new things to see like what I like and you know who knows I may have I may discover a new passion or something I like it um for me, it is. What's the question again? <laughs> I gotta read it. Don't, don't judge me. Um, long term, what would help me? Uh, being finding things that are more compatible for what I want. So, of course, um, you know, career wise, going into things that are more fulfilling for me that I know that are going to be compatible on what I want to accomplish in life and what I'm passionate about. Um, so that I don't constantly feel like I'm expending energy for something I'm not really passionate about. <laughs> um, and then having that tribe around me that can feed into me because sometimes it will be the case where even with the good stuff, you're going to be running on an empty cup, right? Because there's mm-hmm. only so many hours in a day. It's only so much energy that we do have. But having those individuals and inviting people into your space, I mean, into my space, um, that are going to be feeding into me a lot, you know, because I got you and I got, you know, other people who are now active in my life who do that for me, but also being open to having new friends who could provide that different perspective or um, show me new things that might be helpful as a remedy or as a self-care technique and making sure that I'm constantly pouring into myself the way I need to be I'm constantly taking the trips I want to take and not trying to delay gratification which I've been bad at in the past and I'm getting better at but understanding that sometimes I just need to take a break and I need to not beat myself up for that Um, so long term it's just constantly reminding myself of the things that I've learned along the way and also trying to incorporate some new things as far as people or as far as um you know, trying new, new, new activities as well. <sighs> How y'all feeling after this conversation? I needed this conversation. I feel great. That's I feel free. This conversation is a, a way of self-care. It really yeah. is. It's, it's a conversation that was definitely needed. And a lot of times, like, you know, we need to hear other from other people of their perspective about their journey so we can, like, be open to taking a look a deeper look within ourselves Mm -hmm. um so yeah I'm 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 certain that a lot of people that are going to hear this conversation are going to be freed from a lot of things I would hope so that's that's always the goal is to have the conversation with yourself and also take this conversation to a loved one or a friend or someone else that you feel like might be burnt out or you know struggling with any of the topics that we discuss here on LBF definitely going to spark some conversations you know but that's the purpose of lbf that's why it's so dope hey but 
I'll start with you, Rick. Go ahead and plug where the builders can find you. They can listen to your smooth, silky voice. <laughs> um, you can. So I have a podcast and it's called Relationship Talks with Rick and Naaman. And we air once a week. And so you can find me on there. If you're looking for me on social media, my on everything, whether it's Clubhouse, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's at Dazism and that's D-O-D-D-S-I-S-M. And so I'm actually working on a podcast, a new podcast, and I want to talk, have intelligent conversations. We kind of talked about some of the, the social inequality stuff uh, earlier in the podcast, and that's something that I really want to focus on. I want to have intelligent conversations with people of color and allies that we can help uh, understand each other's perspective better and grow from those conversations. And I want to learn more because it's so much about blackness that I haven't embraced in the ways that I want to. So I want to embrace it and educate myself more. And I'm hoping that people want to come along for the ride. We definitely will. Um, Have you got burned out from Clubhouse yet? (laughs) I haven't been on Clubhouse in in quite a while. And (laughs) it's just been a lot. And and I was doing like a room, like one or two rooms a week. And I was like, I just can't, I can't do it and do everything else. And Understanding my limits has been something that's really been important for me and making sure everything don't need to be perfect. I don't need to be everywhere. So I'm going to do what I do and and keep it moving. Yeah, I didn't even join because I was just like, I don't think I need to add on to what I'm already experiencing. I'm I'm good. I won't go. I won't go there. (laughs) I join. Go ahead. when I was just because it was a ma- it's a magic it's like being on Facebook like I was on Facebook when Facebook first launched and it was completely different from when it became like the sensation but being there and being able to have conversations like this on there so many different topics and it's just like anything like in the beginning it was easier to find those rooms where growth was really happening where people were really talking about growth things and now it's kind of become people get on there and they like advertising themselves and they're talking about themselves it's the hype <laughs> yeah so now it's kind of like so many people have gotten on before it was more limited and now it's just more people on even though it's still invites like i have like a ton i have seven invites that i, I don't, it's like i don't even have anybody to give them all to i'm not even on there like that anymore but i i would say clubhouse is like anything else if you use it the proper ways it's still good stuff there but don't yeah. be limited by some of the stuff that's not so great so whatever you do just try to find the good in it because it's usually even in a bad relationship you can usually find something good whether it's just a lesson like because either somebody gonna be a blessing or a lesson sometimes let me get all philosophical on this i mean but it's i just asked about clubhouse how we get to blessings the lessons oh gosh you always got to ruin the moment (laughs) you know a little comic relief i'm just kidding (laughs) danny what you got for us oh hey builders y'all know me um (laughs) but you can find me at spy danny underscore on IG. You can find me at um, Spa Danny LLC on Facebook and you can go on if you add me on IG you have access to my website but if not if you you know you want me to just say it is www.spadannyexperience.com I pay a lot for this website so I need you to go so I can get these views but I mean it's just a great it's a great website um, that I created myself that I'm proud of anyways um because i didn't even know anything about that but um so go go check that out and go ahead and book your appointments you won't be disappointed i just had a massage who was that friday yeah yeah y'all how you feeling? i had a big knot in my shoulder it had been hurting me for a while but it was so big and when i tell you she worked that thing out 
she worked it out okay so if you are in the area um please hit her up she gives the best massages that was spa danny you will hear the commercial at the end of this episode and uh know where to find her hit her up book online you won't be disappointed come get and this experience come get the experience <laughs> and we also have rick who is the other guest please make sure you subscribe to his podcast um relationship talks with rick and naaman and be on the lookout for when he launches this new one i know it's going to be a lot of great content some needed discussions yeah. um probably therapeutic for a lot of us black and brown people so a lot of dopeness a lot of dopeness okay. and- i mean I- kind of got a preview up now but it was some, i did an interview on somebody else's it's kind of like a preview of what it will be so if you get a chance check that out you can check nice. it out uh, instagram page what's their instagram page rick my instagram page it's oh yours the- okay got you sorry um and you know me i'm your host k antoinette and you can follow me at k antoinette underscore the blogger you can also follow the let's build futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures also, just check out letspillfutures.com. There's always a great blog post there, including this one all about burnout and the other one we mentioned about doing white people shit because, you know, sometimes we got to break these chains of uh, mental oppression that we place break on ourselves. Free. Um, uh, stay tuned. Like, we are going to be posting Mondays and Fridays. Uh, make sure you check out Creating Space. That is every Friday. And I have different creatives. They highlight their musical talents, their podcasting talents, their producing talents, all kind of talents. Um, and it's always a great conversation for uh, you to learn from, whether you're a business owner, a creative, or somebody who's just thinking about um, getting into some of this stuff. Uh, what else? I don't know. That's it mm-hmm. for me. Y'all got anything else y'all want to say? Oh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, anything that you want to appear on the show, you can write me at allthingslbf at gmail. That's allthingslbf at gmail.com. I will respond to you, I promise. And you can possibly have your question uh, talked about on the show. So until next time, builders, it's been a great conversation. I hope this has helped you and then share this conversation with a friend. Mm-hmm. Bye.